to another episode of the woods water mizzou podcast i'm one of your co-host skeeter and along with me as usual are case and cole how y'all doing good how do y'all well fellas we have been uh for a good part i would say the last six months a member of variety sports network and we got a new sponsor it's home field apparel and so this is now the home field studios for woods water mizzou podcast uh it's exciting for sure mm-hmm. they're running a promo 15 percent off for your first time purchase with code variety sports variety uh, sports so go there and support them because they help us get to y'all so uh appreciate them coming on but how y'all doing i mean like I know I just asked that generically, but like <laughs> now I'm asking genuinely how y'all doing. Yeah. Oh, we're good, man. Waiting for waiting for football and bow season. Oh, great. Um I mean three out of the four recruiting targets were uh were secured over the past week. I'm sure we're gonna talk about that a little more in depth, but uh yeah, man. What a week. What a week to be a tiger. I don't, don't think it's done. I think Friday no. will be a good day as well. No, it is not. That would be basketball you're referring to there, right? Football. Football? Football. Uh, the one for Friday. Um, Drake or Patrick, the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The but son of... Let's get back. In the yeah, the same name. One that we weren't expecting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew we were on him hard, but everyone just thought he was going to Bama. But he... I, I know I'm getting like crazy recruiting guy insights here, but... Like a couple months ago, he tweeted something that was like, I'm not going to go just to, I'm not going to follow my, he didn't say, he said, I said something basically lines of, I'm not going to do exactly what my dad did. I want to make my own, my own legacy. And everyone's like, he's still going to Bama. And I don't know, it looks now like he might be a Mizzou guy. I mean, yeah, there were what, three people that, that uh, crystal balled him to flip from they all flip. Bama to Mizzou? Yeah, they, three guys that all crystal balled him to Bama at one point, flipped to Mizzou. And um, he rates that as a three star, but like I think he's a good get. I'm really excited about him, actually. Yeah, and he's a corner, right? Like a corner six. safety. I see. He, yeah. Some sites have him. is all I'm saying on him. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty four seven had him as a safety, but I think Rivals had him as a corner. So I don't. I don't know. But yeah. he's a DB. Yeah. Well, I mean, to to take a to snag a legacy player like that from from the clutches of Alabama. Um, it would be the first time that we saw Coach Drink do it um, in a strike strong. That's one thing that I want to get into a little later because, oh, mercy, people love to hate Drinkwitz. Yeah, they do. We'll get into that in just a second. We'll get okay. into that in just a second. Okay. Uh, first, we're, we're kind of going to go backwards here on excitement level of Mizzou sports. I guess it's uh i think y'all would agree football and basketball are the top two for fans right yeah i mean they're going to draw football's obviously going to draw the the most fanfare and butts in the seats 
Uh, so we'll we'll start. This is no disrespect to any other sports. Uh, volleyball starts on the 18th with the exhibition against Iowa State. And I was going through looking. You know, we got a new coach, Don Sullivan. Uh, she come over after five years at UNLV, so I'm pretty sure Desiree hired her there, I would assume, just going off that time frame. Uh, but she was an All-American, I believe, at K-State when she used to play. Uh, but she she turned over that roster. Volleyball had been on a very good trajectory up till last year. It was kind of shocking, disappointing. And, I mean, it, if they have Mizzou on the chest and they're out there playing, I'm going to support them, uh, kind of follow them, and uh, we definitely take any natties we can get, right? That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Shout out to Disc Golf. <laughs> and Keegan. I think uh, I think our only two SEC conference championships are volleyball too. Yes. So I believe you're right. Shout out to those girls. I believe you're right. Yeah. What would I think the I can't remember what the former coaching staff used to be. The Kreklos, maybe? I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up. But uh yeah, new coaching staff. Another another new hire under coach under coach DRF. Miss Desiree Reed, Francois. Um. Yeah, another fall sport. Get into action. It's uh, just the athletics as a whole is. It's exciting that things are. You know, we're kind of getting back into the flow of things. Yeah, absolutely. And then baseball. Coach Carrick Jackson was on a local news station there. Uh, well, first today it was announced second baseman Trevor Austin has withdrawn out of the transfer portal, and he. Started every game last year, uh, played a little bit of outfield, but was tied on the team for batting average. Uh, I think he averaged 311. So that's great to to bring that type of talent back because uh, guarantee you he could have picked quite a few different schools putting up those stats in the SEC when he entered for the sure. portal. And it's good, it's good to see uh, Coach Jackson getting those guys back home, you know. Yeah, I know, especially us on here, we're bummed out some of the guys we lost, but uh, you know, Austin was a big player on the team last year, so getting him back is key. Yeah, and it does kind of debunk mine <laughs> that he wasn't communicating with any of the other former players. So I'm glad to glad to see he's back. I know he was a pretty vital piece to to last year's team, so that's that's yeah. exciting. And then Coach Jackson uh, mentioned how they're going to get a new video scoreboard and a new sound system, and he also said new turf, uh, but just make sure we pay for the entire field this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I hate that our field is like half natural, half turf. It's so it's a stupid look. Yeah, yeah, especially early season when things are still dormant. It doesn't make any sense. Not, it not it looks. Pretty. I mean, I hate people dog on us, but it looks it looks like we couldn't afford all the turf. Yeah. Well, he said that they're going to see how uh, fan turnout is, and that will decide on how much more renovation goes in to Taylor or if they look at a different location uh, to build a new stadium. So we have to show up more to get a new stadium? Mm, 
Well, the opposite of the Royals approach. It's a show. I mean, it's a show. Me the Royals are putting the worst team in the field possible. So they're like, look, you obviously hate the old stadium. We got to build a new one. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah never mind A's. The field. Yeah. Oakland, they owner wants out of Oakland A's and uh, wants to move into Vegas. So has put an absolute crap show of a baseball team out on the field, although they did. Oh, yeah, they just the Cardinals, the Cardinals. <laughs> but when they were the worst in baseball, they swept the Royals. I, I get it. It's it's yeah. an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. Uh, but they also said that the Divine Building, which used to be the indoor football practice, it was mm-hmm. not a full field, uh, has now been. Uh, assigned to baseball, softball, and soccer teams. So they have an indoor practice facility. And, I mean, that's got to be huge for them uh, to start getting those bats in and timing down uh, during the winter months, right? I mean, that's going to pay off. Oh, for sure. 100%. And, yeah, that it's so close right there, the the MAT-C, the Missouri Athletic Training Complex. yeah, I mean, it just it, it makes sense. It's all every all those fields are right there on that side, except for softball. But they just got a brand new stadium, so they're on the other you know other side of the Hearns now. Yeah, and then uh, September eighth and ninth, uh, the baseball is doing a bullpen scramble at Augustan Golf Course, and I believe there's somewhat of an entry fee, but uh, I don't really know the ins and outs of that. Cole, you might know a little bit more as far as does that how did uh, raise his money? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's some sort of a, a fundraiser ordeal. Most most golf tournaments are. Um, a. Augustine used to be Mizzou's uh, Mizzou golf team's home course. Now it's Old Hawthorne. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to look into that. You kind of. Caught me off guard with that one. I wasn't. I wasn't prepared for that one. At Old Hawthorne, I thought everything was at Old Hawthorne. Yeah. After Mike, those commercials, Mike Kelly's there. <laughs> yes, I was going to say after Mike <laughs> Kelly's ad constantly. I I live here. Yeah. Uh, then let's go into basketball. Uh, first, before we talk recruiting, a couple games that was announced for this year. Uh, November sixteenth at Minnesota. Next year, Minnesota comes to Como. I feel that's going to be a, a good road environment for us to go on early in the season. Then on my birthday, uh, December 17th, they go and play in Case's backyard. They're in KC versus Seton Hall. And Dude, I, I think so that's, that. that's a big game. That is so cool. So we were supposed to play in the Hall of Fame Classic uh, this year, which is the, the College of School Hall of Fame is in Kansas City. And they do the uh, they always try and pick one of the local teams, and that consists of like KU, uh, KSU, MU, and then it's like Wichita State, or they kind of just pick like one of the like you know, whatever schools. It was our rotation, and Gates pulled out of it for some reason. And um, he might have a better tournament to go to, like a Nike one or something, which I get, but I was bummed out because I was really looking forward to you know seeing Mizzou in my backyard. So seeing him schedule this was awesome. I was really hyped about this. I read it was the first time in over a decade that they've scheduled a regular season game in KC. Does that sound right to you? Besides playing in that tournament, yeah, yeah. Because I saw yeah. him, I saw him get knocked by Butler a couple of years ago in that tournament. <laughs> they were Gates was also pushing for that game in Chicago too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I know he's got a little bit of, of history in that area. And there's some good, you know, there's some good basketball genes and, and you know, players recruiting. And recruiting too. Yeah, of course. Um, it may kind of be an untapped market. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Illinois probably tries to, to get in on that a little bit, but that sure make them mad. Yeah. Right. That, that's probably why he's doing it. Uh, you know. I would hate to piss Brad Underwood off. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but we got somewhat of an undersized four-star recruit, Peyton Marshall, that verbally committed in basketball. He's undersized. <sighs> say center, but he's like 700 or seven, <laughs> 700 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Seven foot. Uh, and I heard like 340. He's, yeah, uh, I've heard, he's I've heard all kinds of weights. So I've heard this guy's between 6'10 and 7'2. And then I've heard everything from 300 flat to like 320. So I don't know. It's all like urban myths at this point. Until I've noticed that until these guys get on campus. Their height and weight is just an urban myth. Just like I heard he was nine feet tall, right? <laughs> seven hundred well, pounds. Peter said he's seven hundred pounds. Yeah. So they undershot um, Vanover. I mean, Vanover. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, he's seven three. And turns out he's actually like seven five or something. Yeah. Crazy Gates, like that. What did Gates say? Like, no, he's all seven five. Like he's, yeah. he's really effing tall. <laughs> Dude, seven five. Imagine someone being a foot and an inch tall. Well, I guess. No, you're six six, right? Yeah, so he's about a foot taller. So yeah, so he's eleven inches taller. That's insane. I barely fit in like things as it is now. I just I feel for that man in his life. It's yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you know, hard it is find thirty six inch like length pants. Now try thirty nine inch length pants. I bet if he tried to climb into a tree stand, he would just reach up to the platform <laughs> and pull himself. <laughs> just do. A I pull wonder up. if he's just so tall. If he just like leaned against a tree, the deer would be like. Yeah, that's not a human. Like yeah, that's, that's too tree. much. That's too he, much. He could probably just wear like paint himself a brown, right? Like, yeah, dress him brown. And they that's think, right. Damn, that's he was like, there. nah, that's that's not correct. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think if if he wanted to go bow hunting and he went to his pro shop and then measured him for a bow? Oh what do you, what do you think his draw length would be? <laughs> they would. Oh my gosh! I don't uh, think they make the arrows like that, do they? No, Dude, well, they're, they're called spears. They're called frogs. Called spears. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I've seen anything out of the factory go l- longer than 33. I mean, yeah, it would have to be like. And you think he'd be at 637? Yeah, you think he'd be at 36 for 7.5. A three foot draw length. Holy cow, dude. <laughs> that's insane. That's so much string. <laughs> and then a 38 inch arrow. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. At that point, you're buying like, uh, like you know. Teeny tiny, very stiff PVC pipe. Yeah, yeah. Somehow trying to custom make arrows. I don't know how we got off on this, but I, anyway. I'm gonna add this real quick. And I'm gonna get <laughs> off it. There is like a weird. There's a weird war right now going between arrow uh, stiffness in the like yeah. boat, the community right now. Like Dudley from Knock On, and like just all these guys are all fighting about it. And then someone will be like, "What about someone with a 31 inch like draw, like really like length?" And they're like, "That person barely exists," which is funny because I'm that person. Right, but they're like, then you can go that, you can go like that. So I want to see just what kind of numbers, what like gr- like grams you'd put on on an arrow that would have to be that effing long yeah, for a thirty yeah. for his like like I know almost like no one cares about what I just said, but yeah, <laughs> that'd be that'd be an arrow. That'd be a hell of an arrow weight. Uh, you 
probably have to call Cole while he's at work and say, I'm getting ready to shoot this deer. Can you give me flight clearance? Yeah. <laughs> can you give me a... Can you give me a, a temporary... One of our few people that listen, actually listened to the hunting part was just like, huh, that is interesting. Hot damn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else is like, what? Yeah. What are they talking well, about? Getting back on track here. Uh, let's get into football. Uh, Case? Yep. Your neighbor. Uh, Jacob? You no. Know, no. No. Williams. Williams. Oh, yeah! You know, uh, Williams Winery. We were dead in the water. Uh, didn't stand a chance. Is really between, I mean, OU, they're going to develop him. And I guess, uh, those OU insiders don't have a damn clue what they're talking about. Especially when he was talking to, uh, 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 who I can't remember was, but there was like, yeah, I've been committed for like three weeks now. Yeah, Nate Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, Nate Sanchez. Yeah, um, it was like I silent committed like three, four weeks ago. And then he said that Georgia was number two. Yeah. And it was, so, I mean, that's. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, if we're talking like, if you're talking like race car podium, uh, OU might not have been on it. <laughs> like, it could have been Oregon in third. It could have been Tennessee in third. <laughs> it could have been. They may not have podium this. And man, I just got to go to tell you, we are real lucky with guys like Gabe. Um, he honestly, I think he shoots shoots us really. Sh- oh my gosh, that's that's hard for me. Shoots <laughs> us straight as a fan base, and I think some of the bigger, more radical fan bases like OU, those guys just tell them what they want to hear. You know what yeah. I mean? And then it blows up in their face, and they look dumb. Well, or they take the most minuscule amount of a chance, and you know, turn a turn a a, a molehill into a mountain, kind of a deal for yeah. you know optimism. And I don't know if that's for by design. I don't know what that is, but yes, you're exactly right. To have Gabe, you know, shoot a straight and be like, look, they're in it. Here's here's what I know kind of deal and just lay that out. Yeah. Um, don't have to worry about questioning um, his sources and, you know, yeah. again, they're, they're 17-year-old kids, so he could have at the last minute switched and you know, we, we would be sitting here not having the same conversation. Because I mean, like, I got a. I have a friend who works at that high school, but like not anything for really. He just works at the school, and he randomly DM'd me and was like, "Yeah, dude, it's OU. Don't even, don't even worry about it." And I was like, "I was like, oh, that's a bummer." And then like he didn't know anything. He like you know what that's, I mean? Like that's working at a high school. For yeah, summer. exactly. Like, what were his sources? His sources could be that same guy. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we yeah. could have had the same source. Yeah, <laughs> he might have been the source. <laughs> he might have been the source. <laughs> what? You know, you, you go back to the beginning of June and Mizzou Twitter, uh, the pessimistic side of the fan base was all Drinkwitz, you know, was always able to hang his hat on recruiting and he's not recruiting Jack. And, well, I tell you what, here over the summer, uh, before football even starts, he's putting together a nice little class and it's not done with. No. Um Skeeter, I totally agree. And I and you know, you can look at our class now. It's rated fairly uh in the forties. Yeah, how would you say high or low? I don't know how to say that because you know, high would be, but it's whatever, it's rated low, I guess. Um but you look at that class and there's good talent in it. If you rate it by talent wise, it's like in the low it's in like 29, 28. What I'm saying though is just I think we're gonna get some more high star prospects, but 
even if you just fill this class out with solid three stars, it's like a 28 between 32 class. Like it's not a bad class. He just has been biding his time trying to get these blue chips. And I mean, once so far it worked, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, that's the thing, man is yeah. He's, he's trying to secure these blue chip guys and he's got one so far missed on McClellan, but you know, fat lady hadn't sung yet. Um, I, I do think that we should feel pretty good with Wingo. Um, but yeah, I mean, at this point it's like, it's building depth and, and getting those numbers up to where it does help rise. You look at some of these teams that are ahead of us in the rankings. And honestly, I don't care about the rankings. Um, I, I just look at the depth and I went back and looked at 2018 the other day and Tyler Beatty was a two star. Nick Bolton was a three star. Yep. So two of my favorite um, Tigers of all time. Right. And there were a lot of guys, you know, the, the I think tail gear, my favorite Tiger of all time, two star. Sorry. Right. Um, I was talking with a buddy of mine about this the other day and we were talking about how on the, uh, on the 2018 team, how he's an Ohio state fan and him and I were kind of talking about the McClellan situation. And he was like, who's left over on the 2018 class. And let's see. Uh, we talked about it. Chad Bailey, Javon Foster and Xavier Delgado. Those are the only three that are left on the, uh, the 2018 oh, class. Wow. So yes, they were set to graduate last year. Um, but Go those ahead. guys obviously, yeah, use using some of their extra time. So it's just crazy how you can look back at some of these previous years and especially with the transfer portal now. Um, and that's the other thing that'll build depth is these coaches don't have to take as big of a, uh, of a high school recruiting class because they're going to need some of that eligibility and scholarships for, for the portal. Yeah, no, I get it. Instead of taking 20 kids, you can take like 15, 16 and then yep. whatever happens next year, someone doesn't pan out doesn't work out and you need to get us you know you need to fill a gap quickly you can take that kid for that yeah think think about this as a whole on the roster this isn't uh a 45th ranked class with a five star and a four-star receiver four-star linebacker out of florida you know that they got to come in and be the start of something there's already a start of something there's already depth on a roster these are additional pieces that can come in and contribute, but the pressure is not going to be on them to walk in day one and contribute because there's already guys on the team that are, you know, are, are putting in the work this year. They aren't going to see the field this year that next year they're going to want their shot. Absolutely. Uh, and that that's where it's different from years past to me because, uh, you know, in the Luther sign, like uh, he, you know, Louisiana tech last year, that's, I don't even know if we were worried about the full season. It was, let's see what Luther Burden's got. Like, he's going to be the savior of Mizzou football. And I, I feel it's different this year uh, with Will out of KC. Like, yes, he's an immense talent and has a lot of potential with his raw talent. But I'm not set. I don't have the mindset like, we got him. All right, let's let's see what he can do game one next year. You know, I disagree with that. So I think I think kind of sets up well for him is there's going to be some gaps at the ends in well, yeah. when he comes in. And I, I'll be honest, uh, I don't know what our full pitch to him was. I know being close to home was part of it and I'm NIL deal, but I, I think he's going to play. I think he'll play game one next year. I, th- I think honestly, you get a five star and you're a school like Missouri. You got to play him. You got to play him immediately. And, and honestly, Williams, his uh, his size, he's. 
he's SEC size right now. I, yeah, I I'm not saying he he won't play. I'm just saying he doesn't need to. But I'm, I'm saying he, for he's him gonna. to step in and be day one lead guy on that defense. Like for sure, that that's not that's not going to be his role coming in. I don't. I feel understand. Like I understand. The way the roster stack now. Yeah, I think he's going to play start almost every game next year. But uh, yeah, he doesn't need to be team captain on defense for sure. Yeah, uh, and then that's that's going to trickle down to other guys. And he even said that after. You know, it, it may have been with uh, Fan Fueled or with Power Mizzou, one of the interviews I saw, and uh, he said, you know, that this is going to help recruit other guys. Like, they're going to take notice of what Mizzou's doing. Uh, and so I don't, I don't think we've even scratched the surface of what this class is going to be come December. Oh, yeah. I Someone um... – I'm so bad at where they're from. I think he was from Power Mizzou, but I'm not. And it was Rock Nation is where he's from. He said, he's like, mark my words, this is going to be a top 15 class come signing day. Yeah, Aaron. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Aaron. And, I mean, Aaron. he's got a little more insight than we do. Uh, we're not insiders. We're just fans. But um, I I was like, man, it makes sense. You know I mean? Let's say you sign one more big guy. You know, we're all, th- we're all thinking Wingo for sure. Uh, you sign some solid three stars like Kirkpatrick. I'm sure there's more in the wings waiting that class could very well get up there to get up to the teens, you know? Well, and another thing about these, these rankings, you know, the guys that are, that have that fifth star already are very, very unlikely that they're going to drop. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah, you don't see five stars lose a star very often. Right. You see um, it four stars, never, almost never three star. Yeah. Right. But it's, you know, some of these guys that are teetering on the, uh, the four to five star mark. Now it, it would have to take something pretty significant for them to jump from the, from the four-star mark to the five-star, you know, Brian Huff, James Madison, guys like that, um, or even Jeremiah McClellan. Like, you know, say that Mizzou does end up flipping him. Who knows? He may he may have a stellar senior year, and that's what I'm getting at, is that these guys still have their senior year to play. Um, and then, you know, a lot of them are either going to step foot on campus in the fall or, you know, at the conclusion of the fall semester, or, you know, they may go to some skills camps in the spring and then join the roster. Um, so there's still a long way to go for a lot of these recruits uh, as far as their rankings, which, like I said, yeah, as much as I like doing the, the whole five-star thing, you look at historically what some of these guys were uh, were ranked coming out of high school, and it it just doesn't hold a whole lot um, for me personally. Did you guys see Coach Cool's tweet tonight? I did, yeah. Dude, you didn't see it? No. Case, can you pull it up real quick? Yeah, I'm going to give you one. So So I'm going to give you some context and I'll let Case read it. Um, This was in response to Coach Cool, uh, the former defensive line. Very same one. Very pinkle. Yep, very same one. Somebody had pulled up a graphic of all the first round defensive linemen that Mizzou has had um, go drafted and then pulled up the one. Yes, I mean the one that Oklahoma's had. That was Gerald McCoy. To which Coach Cool said, uh, he said, yeah, I coached and recruited them all at uh, Mizzou. Only one of those guys was a five-star recruit. Gerald McCoy wouldn't even give us a sniff at Mizzou. So kind of a little bit of a shot, uh, depending on, I guess, how you take it. He might just be uh, saying the fact. He just like, he's tweeted since then, and it was not positive for Mizzou. So it's not all It's not all gravy. <laughs> well, no, and, then, and that's <laughs> – I think that the uh, – when he left Mizzou or maybe was forced out, because then he went to Miami or – Miami and then Alabama, or Alabama then Miami. I think it was Alabama then Miami. 
Uh, Barry Odom also claims that he gave the playbook away to other SEC schools when he fired him. So, eh. you guys not know that? That's a that's a that's a, that's a common thing that goes around that no. Gary Odom claims that he gave the playbook to other SEC schools. Well, the fact that he still has something semi-positive to say, I'll take it. His next tweet was that uh, someone goes, "Yeah, but that was a different coaching. That was under Pinkle's coaching staff. This coaching staff sucks." And he said, "That's true." <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh God. I don't cool actually like Coach cool. I, Ever since I heard the rumors of him giving the playbook away, I'm not a huge fan of him. But huh. well, <laughs> I guess in this day, as I peel the onion back, there's more layers. <laughs> so I, I agree with you though that uh, five star does not mean. You're going to come in. It, it is not guaranteed transition into collegiate success, let alone going to pros. Uh, there's a YouTube page I watch, and it's on the shorts, and it's where are they now? Number one running back since 2004. And some of these guys, it's like, who the hell was that? You know, number one receiver, number one quarterback, and they're they're going back each year. And I mean, there there's some hits in there, you know, but the rankings do not always correlate you know and, and what a kid does when he's at home with mom and dad versus when he gets on a college campus gets to make his own choices and have all these distractions uh football may not be as important on the list when he don't have mom and dad right there pushing him and you know keeping it there so some of them can lose sight injuries happen terry beckner jr had a solid mizzou career you did. but it didn't seem five what, what could it have been had his knees not gave him problems, you know. So th- there's a lot that can go into it, and that's what I love about this roster is it's not – I mean, yes, we want the five-star to come in and be five-star, the number one player to be the number one player. But it's not make or break of the whole team, you know, and uh, that's what I, I want us to keep side of on that. Uh, I just – I saw a tweet. Or not to I saw something I got I got in the DMs uh about the quarterback race if you guys want to hear it. But okay. I was gonna talk on the presser real quick and quarterbacks are on there if you want to save it for that. How Here's spicy, that. how spicy is it? It's not super spicy, but it's interesting. Okay. 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna go through these real quick. I'm yeah, go ahead. Quarterback and I'll keep up. this pulled up right here. Okay. So end of week two uh fall camp uh in Drinkwitz Presser. He said they're still searching for the five best along the offensive line in their spots. The one that seems to be anchored down that wasn't so sure was Connor Tollinson uh, taking ownership of the line, taking ownership of where he needed to improve. And it sounds like he's won uh, the starting center, so much so that Cameron Johnson – is being kicked out to guard. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And that that's huge because is it Delgado? Is it uh, – what's the Casey kid last year that stepped in and played guard? Mimbu. Mimbu. So, so who's who's battling now? So they had open practice tonight on the intramural fields, right? Yep. yep. And uh, I'm trying to find the tweet, but it was super interesting because it was not what we thought. Obviously, Tolleson is at center. We kind of learned that in recent days that – He's going to be the center. Uh, Johnson was at uh, left guard. Javon, obviously, at left tackle. Um, right tackle was actually Mimbu. 
and right guard was uh, Johnson. I think that's right. They pushed Johnson in, put Mimbu out. If you remember, Mimbu was playing tackle last year, and he did a damn good job. So I was actually upset. I was confused when I heard they were putting him inside because I was like, no, he's a natural tackle. Like He moves really well for a tackle. Um, So I think, and I'll be honest, as someone who played uh, tackle a little bit in college, D2 level, they, they pushed me inside because I wasn't good enough to play it at that level. And then I just kind of got kicked off the team. But um, that's the thing they usually do when you're not quite you're not quite there for tackles. A tackle has to be athletic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I'm no offense by guards out there. You guys are studs, but guard le- less athletic. So you can push them in a little bit. Um, that's usually what happens. So it might something like there might have been a switch. And if there is, I'm okay with that because I think Mimbu is gonna be is an SEC starting tackle. I thought that last year and if that's the truth, what some people saw at practice tonight, then I, I really like that. So that's Delgado losing his starting spot. Yeah, when Johnson got kicked out, Delgado's pretty much name was on the wall, but he was the odd man out there. Okay. Uh, coach talked about defensive line, uh, just pretty well dominating, and said offensive line's got to step up to that level of play. Uh, a, a big thing that he talked about was Dale and Carnell uh, moving around a little bit, not just stuck in the star spot. Uh, if he wants to keep playing on the field said he's, he's really made a lot of improvements off of the field as far as how he carries himself and approaches the game. But you know, it is Sidney Williams or the Florida safety or one of them going to get some of that star role that Martez Manuel and Carnell split last year. Uh, quarterback. All right. So what what he said on quarterback is still got to see better decision making on when to press and then when to take what the defense gives them. He didn't he didn't say anything as far as one was leading in any way other than Brady Cook's leadership, natural leadership of leading a team. Is that that full quote? I'm just curious. Uh, I didn't take it word for word. That's Skeeter's. Uh, oh, that's a Skeeter quote. Yeah. Because I'm just pressing. wondering if he means, does he mean press the ball downfield? Yes, yes. Mean? That's what okay. he's referring to. Okay. Or to take what the defense gives him. Okay. See, Which to me, like that's. A trick down or, or whatever there. Yeah. And that, I mean, our defense is good, which hopefully that makes this quarterback decision a little bit more difficult. But to me, that that's difficult because it a situation like that comes with experience. Um, you know, when, like you said, when to press the ball downfield, when to say, okay, I know I got one-on-one coverage here. I got Theo Weiss on a uh, you know a six-two guy on a, a corner that's five ten, and you know, with stiff hips. You know what I mean? It's just like. That's going to come down to film. That's going to come down to in-game reps. That's going to come down to like gelling and knowing your receivers and what their abilities are in a game setting. I get it. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not trying to like completely dissect that quote, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you can. It's just so hard to to make that decision based off of based off of uh, in practice reps. You know what I mean? Case Case, give us your insight that you got there. Yeah, so basically I heard that the quarterback race is now between two guys, 
uh, Cook and Horn. I think we kind of knew that previously, even though it was kind of a Garcia guy. Um, but I heard that it is a lot closer than what people think it might be. And it is, um, it's, I think we're, I think we all kind of assuming Cook's going to be the one that wins this. But I've, uh, it's basically, it says that Horn had really strong practice the last few days and they're really seeing stuff in his playmaking uh, ability. So, um, Horn might be closing the gap a lot quicker than we think he is. Didn't we discuss this not too long ago? Um, you know, I don't know, maybe like before the before the summer in front of a fan series. Didn't I have Cook, Skeeter? Did you have Horn? Well, I had Garcia for sure. I know I that. I had Garcia, okay. Uh, I don't remember us saying who exactly would win. I just uh, – I said it. We, you know, we knew that <laughs> – we knew that Brady was going to – it was going to be his spot to lose, right? Somebody yeah. else to earn. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not like you know, trying to have you quote it for, directly from what was said a couple podcasts ago. But I thought it was funny how there were three quarterback possibilities to start, and we were all three split. I know case was Garcia. I was pretty sure that Horn was going to take it. So I don't know, Skeeter. I guess that by default means that you thought Sam Horn was going to get it. But by I don't default, know. Maybe you're on team. You're on Team Cook. I don't know. <laughs> well, to me, like, uh, what watching practice and all this, the starters they come out with from fall camp is going to be the starter for week one. I think we're going to see, you know, a different starter week two. If not, you know, if Brady comes out and plays, I, I would imagine the first half of week one and then somebody else gets second half and then week two, somebody gets first half, somebody else gets second half, unless somebody just grabs it and runs with it. Uh, I think – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Skeeter. I was just going to say, I don't, I don't think it's going to be like years past where we were set – you know, by this time last year, we knew Brady Cook was starting quarterback. Yeah. There was no competition. He announced it already. Yes. So, uh, I don't I don't really know that I'm buying anything right now because the coaches don't seem so sure. And what I am seeing, I, I, I do want to praise Brady Cook on this. What I'm seeing on practice tape, what little bit I get to see of it, he is the ultimate team guy. The other quarterbacks go out there and make a throw. He's clapping. He's high-fiving them like he's he's staying in it. These guys are competing to take his job, the, the job he dreamed of having and everything he could imagine wanting to be as a kid as a Mizzou quarterback. And these guys are coming in competing with him, and he's he's pushing them. He's, he's helping them, you know, like that's got to mean something. You got to love that. Because I don't know how many 19, 20-year-old kids that started all last year with the torn labrum would have that type of attitude with somebody else trying to come in and take their job. Yeah. No, I agree. Cook's, Cook's good. That is good a player, a good ahead of players you'd ever ask for. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to add on quarterback there, Case? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, and then coach 
did talk about Mookie Cooper. Says so learning learning to play without the ball, and saying that that's a, a big growth in his game. Uh, and said when when you do the right things, when you don't have the ball, the ball seems to find you a whole lot more. So maybe a little foreshadowing there on, you know, <laughs> I don't know that we're going to have a thousand yard receiver this year because the receiver room is so deep. I just don't know how somebody's going to dominate the ball. Uh, like that. Well, whoever starts at quarterback will just have to throw for 5,000 yards. Plain <laughs> and simple. Hey, our boys, Cody Schrader, sitting back there like, yeah, what about me? Got to run the ball every now and then. Hey. What is this, Graham Harrell, Texas Tech? Hey, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, um, I, on the Mookie, though, man, I'm excited for him this season. Uh, that's someone I want to pick for a breakout because he, first of all, he looks like insane shape right now. Like, yeah. you I, I think he's had a big season this year. It sounds like he's working insanely hard. Everyone on the team has said he's the hardest working player on the team. So, yeah, I think Moogie's going to go out for a big season. Yeah. And then shout-out, a couple quick shout-outs on football. Darius Robinson uh, giving back to the kids with the backpack program he did. That's seeing a young man that gets that NIL money and uh, – I know at that age, I wouldn't have thought, regardless how much money you gave me, I wouldn't have thought about giving back to others. Uh, I would have been very self-centered and selfish with it and would have had it spent in sports cars, money, something like the hunting <laughs> gear, you know. Uh, so that that's awesome to see. He's leading off the field. Uh, and you, you can't say enough about the characters that we have on this team. Uh just makes you makes me be a little bit more optimistic. Yeah, about what we have coming this year. This this is a good solid like more character team. Yeah. And then shout out that SEC podcast. Uh, probably gonna tag y'all. SEC Mike and cousin Shane. Uh, cousin Shane, uh, I I made a motion a couple of weeks ago on Twitter. Your uncle Shane and Como for this year. Uh, riding that Mizzou hype train and pumping us up like I can't really listen to y'all's pod right now because I get too excited <laughs> about what's to come. <laughs> and, uh, lifelong Mizzou fan in me can't do that. <laughs> you know, like right. the, the fall will hurt. Uh, but SEC Mike, you know, him going to war today on the Mizzou developing guys and, and going to NFL, like, I'm not going to lie. Last year, year before last, SEC Mike, didn't really care for him. <laughs> when, you, when you go to spitting facts about Mizzou and it's it's the good stuff, uh, you kind of winning me over there, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, they've been, uh, heck, even before SEC media days, like, those guys have been just conducting the Mizzou hype train. And so if everybody in Columbia falls into a, a deep state of depression following the season, I'm not going to say it's their fault um, just because of course the product on the field will have more to do with that. But uh, that's definitely not helping now, you know, Mizzou goes 10 and two, like uncle Shane's predicted, man, that he's not going to have to buy a single drink at, uh, at Harpo's or Fieldhouse or Willie's or 
any of these places, any of these bars in Columbia, Uncle Shane comes up. Yeah. Especially if we go 10 and 2. He's, he's going to be a happy man. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all ready to get into the schedule and give our predictions? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So, opening night, uh, August 31st, Thursday night, South Dakota State Coyotes. Is there much to say here? You it's never about- know. Those Coyotes, man, they come to play. They really circle the wagons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, are we going scores? And I, I just – let's okay. just do win-losses. We'll, yeah. we'll do scores week of, uh, unless that goes backfiring on us. Then we'll stop that like we did last <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. We're not doing that anymore. It was. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I don't see any reason this should be even close to a two possession game uh, after the first quarter. Because we got issues. Yeah. Uh, yes, we got issues. Week, win, win week, on my book. <laughs> week yeah, two. Dub. Uh, Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders of Comfort USA comes in at night. And I'm just how I wanted to do this is kind of look at who they had to play before and who they got next to see where we kind of fall on the schedule for them. So week one, they're at Alabama. Uh, what? If like, yeah. the, like the tide Alabama, their yeah. program can't afford uh, anything. So they have to play, they have to get paid by schools like us in Alabama to make anything work. Uh, okay. And then wow. week three, Murray State's, the Rough Riders, so... Uh, I know the Racers. Or Racers, yeah. Racers. It's a sick name, by the way. Racers is a cool name for a school. It is a cool name. Uh, got the Kentucky Derby horse yep. racing with the racer on it, yeah. Uh, if they come in on a high, that's, that means they beat Alabama. If they beat Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They beat Alabama. I'm a little scared, to be God honest. Me. I'm going to be a little scared. I'm be pretty nervous. <laughs> Well, I'm not because I imagine if they beat Alabama, them guys ain't no film practice, no film studying, no practice going on. They are hungover and buzzing all week long. So I think that's a dub. And they're planning, and they're planning Nick Saban's funeral because he he might stroke out. (laughs) It was week one to Middle Tennessee State. (laughs) Um, Little known fact about me: I am a Nashville Predators fan. And one time I went to Nashville to go see the Predators play the St. Louis Blues. And the cheapest hotel for me was right next to Middle Tennessee's campus. And it was the most depressing campus I've ever seen in my entire life. And for that reason alone, we will beat the Middle Tennessee uh, Blue Raiders. Okay. So week week three, September 16th. Uh, y'all were saying it in pre-show or maybe at the beginning of the show. I don't recall how it, where it trickled in there, but, uh, redemption. We lost last year, 40 to 12, uh, K state coming to town. They play Troy the week before, which we know how those early season Troy games can go. Yes, we do. <laughs> and then week four, they have their first, uh, big 12 game against UCF. So I think we are going. We're we're going to be their circled game. We're going to get their most attention. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to want to show the Big Twelve coming in and beating an SEC team back to back, especially doing it on the road. Uh, I just feel they've lost too much. Uh, 
off last year, mainly uh, Vaughn, Deuce Vaughn. Uh, thankfully, he's with Cole's Cowboys. And yes, but I don't think I don't I don't see us returning the you know forty to twelve type score to him. I, I got it down as a win, but a close win, which would be like a one possession, ten or less uh, game for me. Which I know ten is not one possession, but <laughs> I, I, I understand two possessions. Yeah, <laughs> we know what you mean. Uh, I'm gonna be unpopular. I'm gonna say it's a loss. I still think K State's really good. Um, I I want to win it so bad, so bad. Uh, besides Arkansas, it's probably my most circle game on the schedule. But I think we, we lose there. I think it's still a really good team. Yeah, it's it's up there. I'm I'm with you. It's circled very high on my list. Um, I think a couple things play into our favor. Our defense, you know, returning. Um, I think K State Stadium is like fifty thousand, right? Ballpark mm-hmm. capacity. Yeah. I will be shocked if if you know Faroe is not sold out for K State, even though it's an eleven o'clock kick. Um, Sounds like there's gonna be a lot of purple and silver coming over to watch that game. Well, too. and that's fine. We're actually talking about that at work because one of my coworkers used to work during the old Big Twelve days, and he said that you know. A lot of these farmers that own their own crop dusters that are, you know, big time football fans would fly in for games and stuff like that. So we're trying to work out the logistics. Cause I told my boss, I was like, I'm not missing this game. I'm going to this game. I got three extra tickets. I'm going to this game. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of things play in our favor. Obviously, home field advantage, early game. I feel like early game on the road, like for teams playing on the road, are even more difficult. Um, even though, yes, it's what a three hour travel, you know, three hour travel. Uh, okay. I, three and a half, whatever. No, I think it's like four or five. My car broke down in Manhattan one time and it was like two hours from my house. So, oh, okay. It's two hours from my house at Columbia. So anyway, you, you see what I'm getting at? Like it's, yeah, it's a, a decent distance, difference. but it's um, pretty close, but you know, they're still playing early on the road in a, in a pretty, hopefully raucous environment. Um, I got it as a win. Um, Dag day. Okay, yeah. Hey, go for it. <laughs> We're wearing gold. It's a gold gold rush and Ag day. Gold rush. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Case. So you had a loss. I'm so I'm taking notes. I'm, I'm making an iPhone. Yeah. Up. Thank so, you. So am I. So I'm I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> week four on the twenty third. Uh, Mizzou returns back in St. Louis to take on the Memphis Tigers who are coming off playing against Navy and they go to face Boise or Boise State goes to Memphis the week after they play us. So um, really can't say I know much about the Memphis squad this year, Um, but I don't see why we should lose this game where SEC, we should not be losing to American Conference football teams. So I have us down as a dub. I think Memphis is a good team, but I, I think it's a win. I don't think it's like a blowout win. I think we beat them by like 10, between 10 and 17 points, somewhere in there. But I I think it's a dub. Um, I'm most interested in seeing what this, the fan support is at the Dome, for sure. Because I really want to build that St. Louis market. Especially with guys like uh, Luther on there. I'm sorry, Luther like maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, this one, this game worries me. Ever since I saw this one on the schedule, before even before they moved it to St. Louis, this game worries me because Memphis has beaten some teams in years past that they shouldn't have beaten. They've also, you know, done the classic loss to some teams that they shouldn't have lost to. Um, I think this one's close. Um, I do have it as a win, but this game worries me more than more than I'm comfortable with with admitting. Okay, so Skeeter and Cole four and zero, Case three and one. Uh, week five uh, on the September thirtieth, we go to Nashville and play Vandy. They're coming off playing Kentucky. And we get them before they have to travel to Florida. Uh, I have it as a dub just because I, I do believe Clark Lee is starting to maybe get some traction to getting a little bit of respect back in Vanderbilt, kind of where Derek Mason left them off at. Uh, but I don't think they're they're on our level yet. So uh, – I have it as a dub. I got it as a dub, too. I think it's close, though. I think Vanderbilt plays us tough. Vanderbilt, uh, I said it when we were talking about who want to be our, our rivals to be. I put Vandy in there because Vandy plays us well every year. Even in 2018, we were a really good team. Vandy played us to a two-point game. Yeah. Um, we just we just match up. Whatever reason, I, mean, I know they're kind of like the, the bottom of SEC, but it likes the call spot of SEC, we, but they like to play us tough. I think it's going to be a win, but I think it's going to be like a close win. Field goal win or something like that. Yeah, I think it'll be a win. It's um, the Vandy games for me have always been a little weird, not as weird as Kentucky. You know, Kentucky's are like burned in your brain forever. Um, but yeah, you're right. Vandy's always played us really well. I don't know if it's that we overlooked them. I don't know what the reason is, but um, I do have us as a win. Uh, that puts me at five and zero. Oh. But I, I will say this off y'all's point of Vandy always playing us close. Like we got to think back to 2014 since the last time we've had really our standard quality of Mizzou football. So we haven't been at the level. I mean, we had the 2018 year that we expected to be good, but it, there was too many off the field issues behind closed door issues with that team. Yeah. Uh, that's still a pretty good team though. Yeah, but they Drew Lock Swanson was a pretty good season. They oh yeah, Drew Lock Swan, but they still defense wasn't worth the damn hardly that year, right? No, it was all offense. Yeah. So it was Locke just slinging tearing guys apart. That was one of them barn burner games. I believe the Arkansas game I went to in Fayetteville that year that year we won 50-something to 40-something on a last-second field goal. No, oh, that would have been that year. That year we played them in Como and beat them like 45-0. to zero. Okay. But okay. year before that, you're right. You were, uh, No, yeah, 2017 or 2016. Drew Lock year. It was Drew Lock era, yeah. It was a barn burner, you're right. But 2018, we beat the shit out of Arkansas. <laughs> so if, if we're at what I hope – I mean – Maybe maybe I'm listening to Cousin Shane too much. Uh, my expectations are high, as you all see through the schedule. My expectations are high. And I, I truly believe what I'm putting down here. 
uh, you're going to see a, a sad skeet if it, <laughs> if it goes opposite of what I've got. So just keep that in mind. Uh, September 30th weekend. That's a road game. That means that is a deer hunting weekend. Yep. So well, everyone go out there and get your tree stands <laughs> that weekend. Send us pics when you get a deer. That's right. October be- 7th is not a deer hunting weekend. It that is not is a deer hunting weekend. Six with LSU coming to town. Uh, LSU will already have played Mississippi State in week three, Arkansas week four, at Ole Miss, and then they come to Tacoma, and then they uh, have Auburn go to Baton Rouge the week after us. So they're going to be smack dab already, you know, in their SEC play. SEC coming to us. They have two late non-conference games this year for them, one at the end of October and one in November. So their schedule's laid out kind of weird. Uh, you know, LSU is getting a lot of hype. Uh, I think Brian Kelly just kind of got fool's gold last year with what the West was and the transition that Alabama and everybody else was going through. I think it's a much tougher conference or division for them this year in the conference. So I don't, I'm not necessarily sold on LSU. That's the, I hate LSU probably more than Arkansas. And I live in Arkansas, but I've got family that's LSU. And for most of my life, I've heard that, you know, the Bayou Bengal purple and gold kittens coming off the bus talk to me. And so I despise LSU. I have it as a toss. I don't really know. Uh, I would love for us to have Daniels leave with turf in his helmet, <laughs> you know, Yeah. tell him like he picked the wrong Tigers. Now get out of here. Uh, so I have it as a toss. I don't, I don't know. I can see us winning. I can see us losing. Um, that's a, that's a loss in my book. Um, okay. I, I really liked winning that one, but, um, man, I think LSU's, I think Jaden Daniels is stellar quarterback. I think he's on a Heisman, uh, trajectory right now. So quarterback or running back? Cause he's got some legs, but I he haven't seen both. the quarterback side. He does both. And what upsets me most is he was looking to go to Mizzou and we might've messed that up. Um, Don't no, he, yeah. When he throws three picks against us, uh, and takes six sacks, you'll say, I'm glad he's at LSU. Yeah, maybe. Um, or throws for five touchdowns against it sounds like could have been a tiger. Could have been a correct tiger. Uh, I I I don't know if it was full. I think he's got a lot of good players. Hell, he took one of our best D linemen from us as a freshman. Um, I hate Brian Kelly. Hate, hate him so much. Hate his fake Southern accent. Uh, so I hate he's trying to take St. Louis from us. But um, I want to beat him real bad. But I I I think LSU beats us there. I got us winning. Fucking hey, boys. <laughs> I got us winning. Here's why. Um I think I think yes, Skeeter, you're right that there was a little bit of fool's fool's gold. Um but I also think Brian Kelly is is fool's gold. I'm I don't I don't like him. He's got I a track record prove that. I don't have a reason to not like him. I just don't. Um, and maybe it was the fake Southern accent as he was, you know, doing his first, you know, whatever kind of assembly 
God, I know it's not an assembly, but you know what I'm talking about. I just, I think that this team, if they can be, if they can be five and zero going to that, they, they've obviously figured something out, right? Um, and Pharrell will be packed. It will be. Um, I'm hoping that's a night game. I'm hoping that uh, we get a well-timed early October cold front, not only for the deer hunting, but so the boys that are used to, you know, mid-80s in October in Baton Rouge, I'm hoping we're low 50s um, first week October. So, yeah, I got us as a win. Um, I think that I don't know a whole lot about the roster. It's just pure, um, pure fandom on my side, but I, I think our boys get it done. I mean, we went to bat with Georgia last year in Como. Yep. Uh, and we saw what caliber of team Georgia was. So, first week of October, too. So, and this. This team, I feel this year's squad is better top to bottom yes. by far than last year. Uh, there's just a couple question marks that we don't know yet. And when we're recording the first week of October for that show, we'll have a whole lot different opinion than what we do right now because we'll have game tape and actual, this is all, if everything goes right, but Cole, listen to you. I was fixing to put it down at five and one, like you're going to make me put a record down. But nope. hey, we're six and zero. Oh. Let's go to Kentucky. Uh, my dad's birthday. I'll be in Missouri that weekend. He'll be sixty. Uh, so I'll be in the state. I was in state. Uh, it was see, Kentucky Monday. game last year. I, I was in state Monday when Williams what? committed. So kind of get some good food. Voodoo from me in there. Come on back. But uh, week seven in Lexington. Oh, God dang. <laughs> the memories. The memories. Uh, but Kentucky, they have, well, I've already played at Vandy, uh, Florida at home, and Georgia at Georgia. And then they get us. And then they have a bye after us so we could get a very battered kentucky team or we could get a real hyped kentucky team i'm willing to bet they're not going to athens and beating the bulldogs so i think they're going to be down uh maybe a couple injuries i think they lost a good bit off of last year uh you know there's a lot of hype around leary transferred from nc state there He's had injury question marks through his career, and I'm not sold on him. So I'm going to put it as a win, but a close win because it's Kentucky. We're, I don't see us going in and just kicking that uh, piss out of them. So I get it as a close win. We're 7-0. and Case, I see it on your face. Go ahead and say it. Oh, you're muted, Case. How about now? There you yeah. go. Sorry. Uh, that's a loss. Um, go and mute yourself again. Go and mute yourself again. <laughs> oh, where are you at? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. We do, we struggle with Kentucky. Stoops is a really good coach. Puts a lot of guys, you know, really builds up his teams that have like three stars 
better than anyone. Um, I don't know. I, I, so this, I'll be honest. This game is kind of a coin flip for me. Um, I'm really just going to play the pessimistic side because it's going to be so different from your guys' records when we're all done. Um, but uh, I Stoops always puts a good team out in the field. We struggle with them, and it's on the road. So I look at these two next games coming up next, and you got us, you got you got Kentucky on the road, and you got homecoming versus South Carolina. And I don't know. It, it could be back-to-back wins, or it could be a coin flip either one. If you make me a pick, I'm not going to pick this one, so I'll put us as a loss on this one. Cole, before I... you give yours, you talked about Stoops. Did you hear his funny Drinkwitz story from the summer? No. So he's in the beach, at, at in the water at the beach somewhere, and his one of his boys is getting big enough. He thinks he can take Dad. So Dad's Mark Stoops out there wrestling with him and shows him, you know, Dad's still got the strength, and he's huffed. Mark's talking about how he's old and not what he used to be. So he's huffing and puffing coming out of the, the water and looks up and there's Eli Drinkwood sitting on the beach watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is uh, funny. Who Drink thought? should have said, was that tackle in inside the tackle box? Yeah. or was it <laughs> Just outside. Yeah. Um, I got this as a loss because of how weird the Kentucky games are. Every time. Every time. However, I could see I could see LSU and Kentucky flipped. I could see Drinkwitz shaking, you know, the Kentucky curse. Um and LSU evening the series. I would I would take that because LSU would be a uh non division loss for us. I would I would sacrifice the LSU win for you know, the Kentucky loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, just with how weird Kentucky games are, um, I could see us I could see us losing that one, and that's, that's where I got us for now. I have it as a close win just because what Kentucky lost last year. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm with the- you. I don't know about – I don't know about Leary, you know, Levis. I don't know what they have on defense. Yeah, I don't know. But you go back past that skater, and they've been weird every year. Uh, yeah. Besides two years ago when we won, we just kind of dominated them. The year before, we lost in Lexington. And if you remember, we had a chance to beat them on a like a we had a fifty yard fifty yard field in front of us, and like twenty seconds left, and then Basilak blows his shoulder out, and we lose because he can't get the ball in the air. Like it's always a weird game. You know what I mean? So uh, every time, okay, be a study done. October twenty first. Uh, week eight, South Carolina comes to Como. Uh, we are on a four-game win streak against Gamecocks. Uh, Shane Beamer's never beat Mizzou. They will have already played. The Drinkwitz. Week three, Georgia. Week four, Mississippi State. Week five, the bye week. Week six, Tennessee. Week seven, Florida. Then after us, they go to at A&M. So, already haven't played – Georgia and Tennessee, we're going to know a lot about South uh, Carolina coming in there. Uh, just for the sake of not being absolute homer, oh, it's homecoming. Tigers, we don't lose in Como on homecoming. So, 8 no. Screw the South Carolina hype train. <laughs> Drinkwitz is building something special. And 
we're top 10 recruiting class at this point with all the verbal commits we're getting with the hype. Oh, mine. Uh, it's pretty simple. We invented homecoming and we don't lose on homecoming. That's right. That is right. Um, we rebound at from our from our Kentucky blunders homecoming, the Beamer Drinkwitz rivalry. I know Beamer hates Drinkwitz. He hasn't said it publicly. He kind of has. He's alluded to it. Yeah, he's alluded to it. He's not man enough um, to call him out by name. Yeah, right. Which I don't know if that's just like a pact amongst you know. Except for uh, Kiffin, I feel like Kiffin would be like, "Oh yeah, I hate Beamer or I hate Saban," but. You know, he'd get a pass because he's he's Kevin. Anyway, uh, yeah, Tigers win. Uh, Tigers win homecoming. South Carolina fans, I, I think, I don't know. They're uh, they're just going to continue to have to hate Drinkwitz, I guess. And uh, Spencer Rattler is going to get rattled because of the student section right there behind uh, right there behind South Carolina bench. So, all right, well. As of week eight, I have them eight and zero. Uh, Cole seven and one. Case five and three. I'll scare you when I was at five hundred. But for the first time all year, week nine, I don't have us winning. Uh, we got the bye week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same. Same. Undefeated against the bye. Uh, week ten at Georgia. Uh, I'm going to go through their their schedule where they're at at this point. Week three, South Carolina. Week five at Auburn. Week six, Kentucky at home. Week seven, Vandy at home. Week eight, bye. Week nine is the Georgia-Florida, which is played in Jacksonville. Uh, week 10 is us. Week 11, Ole Miss. So, uh, man, it's just as much as I would love – for us to go into Athens and beat them and make love it, love Mizzou <laughs> at the end of the game. I just don't, I can't put it down. Even though Georgia lost a lot, they've got the tools on the roster. Uh, didn't lose much on coaching staff other than uh, they lost offensive coordinator, I believe. Didn't their OC go back to Baltimore or something? I don't know. NFL. Yeah, I don't know. I don't keep up with them. I think that's probably the case, but I don't know. But I have our first loss right there. Uh, just, you know, after the way we played them last year, I think Kirby's going to have this game circled on their calendar, like show them what we are. Yeah. Um, I have it as a loss as well, but um, – it's one of those things, right? You got to realize we're Mizzou. We're, we're playing a longer game here. They'll pull out all kinds of five and four stars every single season. Trinkwitz is building something really big right now. It's not ready yet. You know what I mean? Those those Luthers here, but the other fives aren't, and we're, we're getting them. But it's not ready yet. So moving next season, but we're going to lose in Athens. Yeah, I got a loss loss in Athens as well. I think you're right. Kirby will have it circled. Um, think we you know i think we'll play them decent uh to me that game's gonna just flat out come down to the offensive line offensive line play um you know they're starting a new quarterback this year 
obviously it's week 10. They will have hopefully figured something out by then. Um, but yeah, I got us. That's my, my second loss of the year. Yeah. Where you, you say, uh, Kirby's already got the roster and drinks building it. Like Kirby was playing the NIL game before NIL was a thing. So, yeah. uh, week 11, <laughs> that's kind of cool. Week 11 on the 11th month, the 11th day, uh, of the month. So 11's across the board here, but November 11th, right? Yeah. Yep. 11, 11, Veterans, so day. Veterans day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get the opening rifle day. It's opening rifle. Should be, uh, second weekend. Carry on, Scooter. Sorry. (laughs) We get Tennessee coming back to Como. Uh, week three at Florida. Week five, South Carolina. Week six is a bye. Seven against AM. Week eight at Alabama. Week nine at Kentucky. Then they've got a cupcake in the middle here. Week 10, before they uh, come to Como, they have UConn. Uh, Let's go Huskies. Yeah. (laughs) And then, but the big thing to point out here, week 11, they play Georgia. Or or week 12, they play Georgia. So, uh, You think you'll catch them looking ahead? Yeah. in a, in a sense, yes. In a sense, no, because I feel like Josh hates Mizzou and wants to cram it to us. I mean, 60-something last two years on us. Uh, I, th- I think he's got Mizzou circled on his calendar, but yep, I think this is the year. Uh, you know, with him, I haven't already played at Alabama, at Kentucky, at Florida. We'll We'll have a lot of game tape, and Coach Baker and that staff—they're gonna—they're gonna see what worked against slowing that offense down. And who's to say Joe Milton is as good, you know, even in the ballpark of what Hennon Hooker was for him? So I have it as a win, but a close win. I, as much as I would love to kick their teeth in sixty something to twenty something, it's gonna be a close one. Uh, drink doesn't lose to South Carolina and Arkansas, and apparently Apple doesn't lose to Mizzou, so that is a loss. Uh, yes, as good as our defense is, um, I don't know. I think it'll be closer than years past, but I don't think that uh, I don't think Mizzou pulls that one out. Um, Dad, come I want to beat them, especially on Veterans Day. Because uh, I know it'll be the military appreciation camp too. Hope they surprise me, but yeah, as of now, I got it as a as a loss. Okay, well, going going into the last two weeks, I've got them at nine and one. Uh, I know y'all thinking I'm just Homer optimistic, but man, I really could see this happening. Like legit, could see this happening. We just got to have a couple spots step up this year. Uh, Cole, you've got them at seven and three. Case, you've got them scrapping for their bowl life. Uh, we're sitting at 500 at five and five on the year. I should have so, been eight and two. Only loss I have are, uh, or no, I guess you're right. Seven and three. I forgot about Kentucky. My, my Georgia. Weird Kentucky game. Yeah. Okay. So going into week 12 against Florida, 
Uh, November 18th, Florida coming to Como. Possible cold front. These last two teams, Florida and Arkansas, listen to these schedules. Week one at Utah. Week three, Tennessee. Week five at Kentucky. Week six, Vandy. Week seven at South Carolina. Week eight, bye. Week nine, Georgia. Week 10, Arky. Uh, week 11 at LSU. Then they come to Como. Then they've got Florida State to finish it up. Billy Napier's got some work cut out for him this year. I just think, man, seeing that schedule, I see them imploding. Uh, they had a mass exodus out of Gainesville last year at the end of the season. And I see other guys already looking at the transfer portal by the time they even come to us. So I see us sending Florida back, crying the blue. I think I think that game that lost Florida last year really does haunt more Mizzou players than we think it does. Um, that was a game they could have won, and we just peed down our leg. And I think that upsets a lot of them. And I, I also the kind of, I I don't want to talk too much bulletin board, too much crap on Florida, but I I agree. I don't if think they're listening to this and putting us on their bulletin board. We're made it you, a lot bigger than what I thought we had. You know, <laughs> we're blowing up. They're gonna come back and look at this. They're blowing up. Um, but you know what I mean. I, I I don't know what's going on there. I think this is a win for us. Yep, I got a win. Yep, I got a win. Cheers. Uh, it's been, yeah, that game last year was just. It it felt like a game we should have won. Like we we it should did. not have lost by what was it ten or twelve or something like that. It was something like that, but the yeah. score it wasn't. It was closer than the score made it seem. The turnover. Yes. Through yes. Two, two bad just. interceptions. One of them a pick six. One of them in the red zone. Yeah. Constant uh, bonehead moves by us. Yeah, and I think we made you know defense played pretty decent, but we made you know Richardson look a lot better than what he actually is. So um, that and it's late November in Missouri. Florida guys, they don't like coming here, do they? No, Florida does not play well in Missouri in that. No, especially late in the year. Yep. I'm willing nope. to bet with that being last weekend of y'all's rifle season because it's still only ten days, right? Yes. Yeah. But there's going to be some blaze orange in the stands, but it ain't going to be Florida fans. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, going into the last week of the year, I've got them 10 and 1. Uh, Case, you're 6 and 5. Cole, 8 and 3. Uh, close out the year on Black Friday at Arkansas. Told you. Listen to these last two schedules. Week three, BYU. Week four at, at LSU. A&M, uh, that's a Dallas game, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yep. Week five. Week six at Ole Miss. Uh, week seven at Alabama. Week eight, Mississippi State. Week nine, bye. Week 10 at Florida. Week 11 at Auburn. Week 12, they threw in a cupcake before us. We must be... We must be getting to be some other team Super Bowls because, uh, you know, UConn, of course, and now Florida International. Arkansas was Florida International uh, before us. So, uh, KJ Jefferson scares me. Rocket Sanders scares me. But they lost a lot on defense. Uh, They're under new coordinators. I respect Sam Pittman as a man and a coach. Like I can, I can listen to him talk and, and like he's behind Trequence and and I think 
Pittman may be my second favorite SEC coach to listen because Lane Kiffin, he he does a lot of whining for as much as he is funny too. So, uh, but I'm gonna be there. Uh, I've never attended two Mizzou games in the same year. So, let's go, buddy. Let's go. Let's hope uh, I bring some good mojo. But I'm gonna have us capping it off with an 11 win season, and and tied with Georgia for the East. Georgia's gonna get the tiebreaker because they beat us in Athens. That tied with Georgia for the East. I thought you were at Nebraska in the Big Twelve. Um. That is a to win for me, uh, and I agree. Arkansas is a good team. KJ KJ might be a Heisman candidate. Rocket Sanders is an absolute stud. Um, you know, and I, I agree. Sam Pittman's a good coach. I I you know I respect Arkansas in a lot of ways, but our coach hates them. Like in his core, he absolutely hates Arkansas, and he won't lose to them. He's won't allow it to happen. Um, and he's lost one, but I'm saying is like that game is insanely important to him. Uh, so I, I say a win. Seven and five for me. I think Drinkwitz wins that one. It might be close, but Drinkwitz is going to pull it out. Yep, I got to win. Um, you guys mentioned KJ Jefferson. I don't – maybe it was the coordinator last year. I don't know, but I think he's overhyped. I mean, he plays well against some teams, but for whatever reason, he doesn't play well against us. Knock on wood. I hope that didn't come back to bite us. Um but Baker had him figured out pretty good last year, and uh, I'm thinking he'll probably do the same this year. It'll be a little, you know, a little rougher environment playing uh, playing on the road, but I think they'll be uh, I think they'll be pretty hyped. Yeah, uh, our benefit to playing them uh, last week of the year with KJ, like he's got all the talent in the world, but he's kind of like big Ben and, and takes unnecessary hits. Big Ben probably could have prolonged his career another five years. Uh, had he not stood back there and took a bunch of the hits he took at the beginning of his career. So, uh, KJ last year is banged up when we got him and he's probably gonna be banged up after playing through that schedule. Yeah. Uh, So I, I see that benefiting us, you know, Arkansas has got that game circled though. Like, Florida International, there's not going to be a game plan for them. It's going to be, hey, we're going in calling these same 15, 20 plays that have been working all year. You guys walk through this. Here's what we're installing for Mizzou. You know, they're going to have like a two-week prep for us, I feel like. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to go and ask you. I said tied for Georgia in the east. Uh, not back in Atlanta because Georgia has a tiebreaker over us. So, Cole, yes. you're nine and three. Where does that leave us in the East? <sighs> Tied for third. Tied for third because Tennessee and Georgia will be one and two. I think we'll be tied with Kentucky for three. Kentucky will lose a weird game. They'll lose to Georgia and Tennessee as well. Um, they might be Florida this year, uh, but I could see them losing a weird game to Vandy or something like that again. Um, so yeah, I think they'll have us tied for third. 
Case, what about you with your uh, seven and five? Fourth. Fourth or fifth? Fourth. Okay. So what kind of bowl game are we looking at here? Uh, 11 and one. That's F definitely prime time after New Year's. It's yeah. NYE. Uh, possibly, depending on what Georgia does in the SEC championship game. We could backdoor our way into the playoffs with an 11 1 record. That'd be, dude, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. That Absolutely. Be How many times have we seen uh SEC team get a second SEC team get in the playoffs? It's more times than not. Uh, so if we if we go 11 and 1, there's there's a chance. Yeah. Uh, case with the seven and five. I don't know. Give what me like Texas, like Texas Gator Bowl, something like that. A Gator Bowl would be sick. Outback Bowl would be great. I think that's more like a Texas Bowl record. But um, is that still a SC affiliated game? Yes. It yeah. was when we went seven to five last time. That's yeah. why I'm saying it. Yeah. So we'll play some of the Big Twelve. We'll play like Baylor or something at six and six, and we'll whip them and go eight and five. Okay, Cole, nine and three. Oh, uh, let's see. That'll put us at some kind of mid. Mid-range bowl, um, probably bottom, bottom part of that mid-range or upper part of the, uh, you know, lower-range bowl games. Um, you want me to pick an actual bowl? Pick a friggin' bowl game. Um, well, I would have to know what the, what the. Uh, That's a part you know, of the game. Just pick yeah, one. Just pick one you know is loosely SEC affiliated. I don't know. Uh, Citrus Bowl. That's yeah. a good one. That'd be a good one. A That's a good one. This year? I don't know. No, it's not. It's just like right outside, though. So we played it, it in 2014. Down. It got kicked down, I think. Did it? Yeah. It was yeah. a decently big bowl when we went last. Yes, when we played, we played Minnesota, Minnesota there. It was a good yeah. game. But... That'd be a Big Ten for so for all the people that love the day or you know the thought of us going to the Big Ten. It'd be a Big we Ten. We play bowl. USC in it. <laughs> okay, so Next all year. of all of us have winning records, uh, even with a bowl loss. So, Drinkwitz's job is safe going into twenty twenty four. Absolutely. Uh, with cases seven and five, I think the seat's warming up a little bit. Uh, I think it's hot. In. <laughs> I think it's hot at seven and five. Yes. yes, I think seven and five, and then that bowl win. I think and with the five stars coming, I, th- I think it's seven and five in a bowl loss with, yeah, the, bowl, with five, the five stars. I he think he's gold. safe, but I, I think going into the next year, no, nah, I think I think there's gonna be fans on Twitter mad, but I think he's golden. Yeah, I don't know that seven and five, even with seven and five and two five stars, two maybe two five stars coming in. Yeah, if Wingo does well. come. You're giving that guy. You're giving. You're fine with him coming back. No one's even. Thinking oh, about I him. am for sure. Yeah, I think this year, DRF is fine with it. Yeah. Well, me and Cole both have them. Uh, Cole, I would assume you would have us winning the Citrus Bowl. Uh, so that would give them ten wins. Mm-hmm. So double digit wins. Yep. Uh, that's probably second year in a row of getting extension and a raise, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know what that would do for his contract negotiations, but um, if that's the case, if we win 10 games, I'm hoping he's like, put that towards keeping Coach Moore, keeping Kirby Moore around. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would hope. 
Because him and Blake doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, him and uh, give it to his assistants, not not him. Okay. Well, we took long enough on that. (laughs) Yeah. but, oh, you made these poor people wait to the end. Yeah. Well, shit, yeah. fire, get on with it. They stuck around. <laughs> we hit 900 followers. Our weekly listens are, are steadily increasing. Uh, it may not be trending anywhere, uh, but it means a lot to us to have all y'all uh, following along with us along this journey. So got a box call and a, a slate here. So I was going to do drawing and... All I'm going to do is draw numbers and then go down from the order that you, my phone shows that you liked it. And then I'll pick the two winners that way. So y'all, y'all go with that. Go for it. So for the slate, whoever was a 33rd, which that's not going to be hard to find because there's only 37 likes. (laughs) So, uh, let me give them to you real quick. You're shitting me. Who is We're it? redrawing. Who is it? Case IH Red Zone. <laughs> I finally won yeah. something. Let's go. <laughs> hey, 37, 36, 35. Yeah, 30. redraw it. Uh, 33. Yeah, that would be Case. So <laughs> redraw. 37. That's even easier because that's the last one. So uh, at Mizzou 2023. Uh, is going to be the winner of the box call. It's a good box call. For the slate, 35. I promise I'll mix these up. (laughs) (laughs) Who is it? Desiree Ray Francois. (laughs) Not not the real one, like the the Werner account? Yeah, the parody account. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll I'll reach out to them in DMs and get those to them. Uh, I know we said we were going to talk, preview a little bit of hunting season, but I think we probably went long enough on this one. Yeah, I worked it in randomly. Yeah, yeah, we got it in early. Yeah. So uh, appreciate y'all sticking around. Uh, really look forward to football season coming up and maybe we'll have a little bit more news next week coming out of fall camp to talk on roster spots, getting locked down. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, you'll have as y'all have a good week and M I Z Z O U go Tigers. Y'all take care.